an incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere to lead the pack. At Augusta, he's on his final hole. He's about 455 yards away. He's going to hit about a two iron, I think. Billy, 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 Billy. Whoa, Billy, Billy, Billy. Let it happen. Be the ball. Be the ball, man. Well, it's kind of difficult with you talking like okay. that. We are here. Welcome to episode three of the Chasing Daylight podcast. We are sitting here with Alex, also known as Golf Tank. How are you doing today, buddy? Good. We just finished playing, so I'm great. Yeah, we're out here at Coyote Springs. We just got done playing 18 holes. Weather was pretty good. Not too crazy. A little, little heat, but nothing bad. You happy with how you played today? Uh, okay. Um, you know, they aerated, so the greens were yeah, the greens a little bumpy. Friendly to us yeah, today. so I didn't putt really that great, but I hit the ball pretty good overall. I mean, a few shots I'd like back. So um, we're here because Instagram. Uh, Ryan and I recently had an episode where we talked about how golf brings people together unlike any other sport that we're familiar with. And that's one of the reasons we connected uh, through Instagram. And Golf Tank is your Instagram account. Why don't you give us a little bit of, tell us a little bit about what Golf Tank is about and what your plans are with it. Yeah, so originally I started it as a tax write-off. <laughs> I was <laughs> needing something to expense my golf stuff through. And uh, since that time, it's grown a little bit from there. But it's really, I want it to be a place where people can come and talk about the newest golf equipment. So I don't talk about old stuff. I don't talk about technique. I don't really talk about tournaments or players or rules or anything like that so I generally try and talk about the latest newest stuff and I don't take any sponsorships or any free stuff so I try to talk about you know just how I really feel about things and then I'm hoping that uh, and this has happened so far that other people will talk about their experience with the same stuff so whether it be shoes or clubs or gear or an app a bag whatever that uh, you can scroll through the feed and you can find something and then along the way um, we're doing some dream golf trip giveaways so I'm selling uh, golf tank gear products, golf balls, other things that get you an entry into a giveaway that allows me to take you and two of your friends to any golf course in America that I can get us onto. So probably not Augusta. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I pay for your airfare, first class tickets, uh, your hotel, the golf course, uh, transportation, caddies, tips, food, and uh, we go have a great time. So the first one actually ends today, June 1st. You're drawing that today, right? Yeah, well, we're probably going to wait because I'm going to let people enter till midnight. Okay. And so okay. probably going to draw it just after today because okay. um, a lot of entries are coming in the last minute. And then uh, let somebody pick and take them on the, the best trip ever. So so where where has golf, where did you come into golf in your life? Where? Yeah. What so, brought you to the game? I'm a late bloomer, so I did not play golf at all growing up. It was not even an option. I wasn't even aware of golf as a sport. Nobody I knew played it. I certainly couldn't play it. It was, uh, you know, just not an option. And so when I got into my 20s, uh, I started getting invited on occasion for, like, scrambles for business golf, for my business uh, relationships. And so I would go occasionally, and I'd borrow uh, clubs 
and I sucked horribly. <laughs> had no idea what I was doing. Um, and uh, then I uh, had the opportunity. I was a sports fan, so I would travel to different sporting events. I've been to the Super Bowl and Monday Night Football and the Olympics and, and a bunch of other cool sporting events. I had a chance to go to the Masters. Uh, and I was a golf fan, and I was starting to get into golf, but I didn't really know anything about it uh, to speak of. And that was in 2001. So about, what, 19 years ago? Yeah. I guess 18 years ago. And I came back from that and said, okay, I'm, I'm going to learn how to play golf. That's, this is the greatest. It's the best sporting event I've ever been to, and I've been to all of them, and it's not even close. So, yeah, that's what it was. So ever since then, I've been addicted. And I know you play... What are you playing to right now? A two handicap? Yeah, something like that. It, he's, it, it's, he's a good stick. Don't it, let him well, I mean, it, I need to play more golf courses. I play the same golf course a lot, mm -hmm. and it's not super difficult. And so I think it artificially lowers my handicap a little bit. So being based in Utah, you're in the Salt Lake area? Uh, yeah, just north of Salt Lake. Utah's really, yeah. um, do you find it a difficult with the golf season being shorter because of the weather? Do you do you like to travel during the off season to get to play golf or? Yeah, it's a. Uh, some years are golf years and some years aren't with with winter travel. But I mean, it's I think there's pros and cons to it. It is kind of nice in some ways to put the clubs away, and it's always exciting to pull them back out. So I mean, you get really excited. But in the winter, sometimes there can be some pretty dark days where you really miss it and you really want to play. So you know, we can drive down to St. George, where which is close to where we're at, and play a lot in the winter. Of course, you can fly to Arizona or down to you guys in Vegas. But uh, I guess it depends on the year. Some years I hate it. And other years, I like the break. So, just just kind of depends. Okay, so why tank? What yes. Brought, what brought the tank part into it? Not much thought to it. Um, you know, I've, I've I'm kind of a short, stocky little dude, and uh, that was a nickname growing up. And I was trying to think of a name that was short and easy to remember, easy to spell. Um, and that was it. I just kind of threw those two together. And then uh, this this uh, guy, uh, Dude Bro Golf, on, mm -hmm. on Instagram came up with a really cool logo that I thought was cool anyway. It's a great logo. And that was it. Really not much to it. Really not much uh, effort. I mean, that, so was, your, that was has it. Has your feedback been good on Instagram? So I know it can be a little harsh in the, the social media world. Yeah, I, mostly good, yeah. I, I mean, I think uh, every once in a while, you know, with the giveaway – People don't realize they don't have to buy. You can enter, you know, with a postcard and do all those kinds of things. So every once in a while, I get a rude comment that it's a bait and switch kind of thing, and uh, but but not not too much of that. I think for the most part, um, yeah, they, I've, I've really got probably 95% positive comments over the last year or so. It's been almost a year. I think so. once once people see the results of the giveaway, it's really gonna take off. Yeah, I mean a lot. A lot of people think it's a scam, you know, and so we've given away a lot of stuff along the way that's helped, and uh, but but I'm gonna wait to launch the second giveaway until after we go on the trip because I want to show content of people having because I'm gonna make sure they have a great time. I mean, we're gonna do it first class all the way. Somebody will probably pick Pebble Beach or Bandon Dunes or something like that, and we're gonna have a great time. Not a bad and, choice. Yeah, and I'm gonna get a lot of video, and then I think it'll be people will realize it's it's a real thing. So so yeah. So have you traveled worldwide to play golf, or are you looking at destinations are you planning trips for golf or is it more just something you do in your spare time yeah so i haven't played golf worldwide um i played golf all around the country and been very fortunate to play a lot of awesome courses in the u.s do you um, have a favorite uh, east coast versus west coast course gosh i mean you know pebble beach is pretty amazing right um 
there's Ryan, a lot of courses if Ryan in was here. He'd be giving you a high five. Right yeah, now. I mean that's that's He's Mr. Pebble. Yeah, it's I mean, and uh, you know, on the East Coast, um, I haven't played as many on the East Coast, but um, I, I have a hard time picking a favorite course. I mean, they're so different, right? I really like a lot of the courses, like we were talking about up in Park City. Um, there's some great courses up in uh, in Utah. So, but the plan is with this, you know, right now the trip is for the continental U.S. only, so it doesn't include Hawaii and Alaska. Um, but eventually, if it keeps going, I'd love to take people to, you know, Scotland or, uh, you know, I mean, some crazy place in Mexico or whatever. So, you know, eventually we'd love to make it, uh, you can pick anywhere in the world that we go. So we'll see if we get there. Okay, so looking back at your golf game, um, what do you think is your most valuable aspect of your game? Um, I like to practice. And uh, so it doesn't bother me to sit there and hit balls and putt and chip for two hours. And so I think that's helped me the most um, because I like to practice. A lot of guys I know don't like to practice. They only want to play. And so, you know, if you like to practice, then it's easier to get better, right? So, um, and I think I'm a, you know, pretty methodical. I think through stuff. That's why I like golf because it's so analytical and there's so many different variables and stuff. And so I can think through. And a lot of that comes with time and experience. You learn about like this lie will do that or, you know, this thing will do that. And you don't know that until you've had it 50 times, right? So, but putting all those data points in and coming up with the decision. I'm a pretty good uh, decision maker. When I'm playing my best golf, you know, I'm driving the ball pretty good. Um, and I'm a pretty good putter sometimes. So my, my weakness is my long irons. You know, five iron and below, I'm not very good at. So, Guilty. Um, yeah. So, uh, but anyway, the short answer is probably I like to practice. So getting better is, is a fun process for me. What's your go-to drink on the course? Uh, Diet Coke. Diet Coke? Yep, caffeine. Coke. I'm Cap- okay. Yeah, give me the caffeine, baby. <laughs> so caffeine, no calories, please. So what, what is your goals with Golf Tank? What do you, where do you want to go with Golf Tank? What's your plans in the future? Where do you see it five, ten years down the road or even a month down the road? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I, I don't have a desire to make it into a, like a big business. Um, I would love to see people all around the country at least, you know, participating in the brand, you know, having fun with it and posting stuff and commenting and sharing. I'd love to take people on trips, you know, two, three, four times a year, maybe once a quarter all around the country and eventually the world. And uh, if I can break even doing that from a financial perspective, I'd be happy. I mean, that, that'd be that'd be awesome. I love what you're doing with the golf balls, putting them, hiding them on the courses. That's been we, really we fun. We put one out there on Coyote today. And when yeah. When came around, it was gone already. Yeah. It's really it's fun for me to see people in – so we've had courses in Florida, New York, California, Texas, Colorado, um, in the – uh, south of uh, Georgia um, and, and other places too where they're they're putting these golf balls and it's kind of fun to see the, the, the brand and the logo travel around you know so that's, that's a fun thing what are you finding is the biggest challenge you've, been, you've faced so far with growing the golf tank brand in the because I mean you you're just basically on social media right now right you're not do you have a website we've got well, the, you got yeah, the giveaway website. yeah golftankgiveaways.com is the giveaway website but no I mean it's basically it's Instagram and Facebook only and uh, and Twitter a little bit um, you know I, I use Twitter personally a lot more than I do for, for golf Same tank here. but um, you know it's just it's it's like any other business I've ever been involved in it's just a grind it's just slow you just got to you know do stuff every single day and in five years you'll be an overnight success you know so um Getting people to listen to you, getting people to participate, make sure, you know, make, help them understand we're not a scam. We're not trying to, you know, do anything funny that way. And, uh, 
you know, there's a lot of noise out there. There's a lot of content. There's a lot of stuff. So you just, like I said, I'm trying to be kind of niche and say, hey, this is the place where you can come to find the nerdy details about these new wedges that just came out. You know, the technical specs you've seen. I put oh, yeah. what kind of steel, you know, all the shaft, all this stuff. So uh, if that's your thing and you want to know about new stuff, then we're for you. If you're looking for memes or you're looking for instruction, I mean, I'll mention professionals. You know, when Tiger Woods wins the Masters, I'm going to talk about that. Absolutely. But but that's really going to be, you know, less than 10% of our total content is that stuff. So, and then the other challenge is trying to figure out how much to talk about the giveaway and how much not to. Because it's, I don't want that to be what we're about. You know, it's, nobody wants to hear giveaway, giveaway, giveaway all the time. But the same token, I want to take people on these trips. I mean, I really mean it when I say if I could take people on these trips and break even doing it, I'd be thrilled. I don't care if I make a dime. I just want to take people on trips that either maybe they wouldn't be able to go on otherwise, or they would, but they might not because they don't want to, you know, actually part with the cash. So, so I'm hoping to, sounds cheesy, but long term to answer your question, I, I, this sounds really cheesy, but I want to make people's golf dreams come true. That's so, a great line. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what I'd love to do. Um, okay. Ryan had a question for you. Kind of off topic from the giveaway stuff. Sure, yeah. Here. Yeah, we're good. Uh, one ball marker, one putter for life. Who makes it? What is it? So the ball marker, no question, is one of the ones that I use uh, all the time still, and that is one from 2001 Augusta. That's a master's ball marker purchased yeah, on yeah, <laughs> on the, on the uh, uh, grounds, you know, that I purchased there. And that's no question. That's my favorite ball marker. As far as putter... You know, I would say I would probably go with a, with a, uh, some version of a tailor-made spider because, I mean, I'm putting that blade, Scotty, that I went through the SAM mm-hmm. uh, fitting yeah, process with, and I really like it. But over the years, the spider has been the best performer for me. I like the, the, the white line on it because I like to, or the black line, depending on the putter color. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've had their, I got their very first one when it was that huge spaceship, gigantic one, and I've had like three or four models since. So if I had to pick one, uh, that would be it. Okay. Uh, so which we'll, is kind of we'll, non-traditional, but we'll go from there to your bag. What's your what's your current setup? What are you swinging today? Yeah. So I have always been kind of a tailor-made wood guy, and uh, I had a really interesting experience. I cracked one of them, uh, my driver on accident, and so I was in St. George and playing in a scramble, and I just needed a driver. And they said, "Well, you ought to try something new. You're in a scramble. Who cares?" So they gave me this new Titleist to try, and I just roped it, just straight as an arrow. And so, anyway, I'm now playing Titleist driver, the TS3 uh, driver, and the TS3 three-wood, both, because I hit them as straight as... When I'm hitting good, I hit them dead straight. Now, were you, you fit know? for those, or did you just base it no, off? No, I've always been fit before, but they just handed it to me, and and it was I couldn't argue with the results. It was instant. It was like instant straight. Didn't change anything about my swing, nothing. And, and uh, a long way. It, it went pretty good today, you know. Yeah. But um, so so that and the three wood, and then I've got two. Um, tailor-made hybrids that are actually about five years old but I'm waiting for the new TS uh, tailor-made hybrids to come out because I'm probably going to get those and then uh, tailor-made P790 black irons five through pitching wedge and then I have four Vokey wedges 50, 54, 58 and 62 so uh, those are the SM7s and then my uh, Scotty Cameron Newport Laguna uh, 34 inch putter with the pistol uh and you play pro v1 balls right pro v1x X. yeah and i you know i switch around i mean there's so many good golf balls out there Uh, yeah yeah there's There's, so many there's probably six golf balls i could play that i'd be happy with so yeah that's the current current setup so what's it uh how's life in utah how do you like living up there that's where you're based yeah and 
the tell us about the golf courses up there, what you like, what you don't like. Yeah, so Utah, um, I love Utah. I like that it's a little slower pace. You know, I don't wait in traffic. I, uh, you know, my house, I've got plenty of room, and I don't have to, you know, it's not noisy and stuff. Um, but the golf scene, actually, I think dollar for dollar, Utah's got to be pretty competitive with some of the best golf in the country for the price, you know. Um, it, it's high elevation, so the ball goes farther, and when I go down to sea level, I'm reminded of how good the pros really are, because, yeah. I mean, it's a club and a half difference, almost two clubs. I played Torrey Pines a couple years ago, and we played the South Course, and you absolutely crush a ball for me, and you go up, and it's 240 yards. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, like, it, oh my goodness. And when you see these guys hitting at 320 at sea level, you yeah. realize that's like 360 at, in Utah. I mean, it's crazy. So, um, but I think the golf scene in Utah is actually really, really good. Um, like you said, there's seasonality, so that's that's kind of a bummer. Three, four months of the year, they're closed. Um, but there's some killer courses that I that I really like playing. So, um, I actually think it's it's a pretty you know it's not California, it's not Florida, it's not you know some of these other places, Vegas, right? Yeah. But uh, but I, I'm happy with it, I've, and I love living there. So. Well, you have a pretty exciting thing coming up too. You're caddying in a Web.com tour event, right? Yeah, I'm super excited for that. So Oak Ridge Country Club, which is uh, right by my house, um, hosts the Web.com. Uh, event at the end of June uh, for the area. Um, and uh, yeah, they, I, I went through a little application process and uh, they found out I wasn't too big of a jerk and didn't have a criminal record. And so uh, I get to caddy for, for some player. So I'll be inside the ropes carrying their bag and cleaning their clubs and and uh, doing what they say, right? I'm going to try and, try and be a good caddy. So I'm super excited. I've always wanted to do that. And I've never done it at that level. I've caddied for friends, you know, in like amateur events. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to take it serious, though. I'm going to get there early. I'm going to I've got these green books that we were talking about. I'm going to map out shots, and I'm really going to try and do a good job for whoever whoever I get hooked up with. Uh, so, so you don't know who you're playing with yet. I don't. No, I, I'm not sure when they'll let me know. They might not even let me know till that week. So, but uh, I'm going to try and be as ready as I can to try and help them do well. That's awesome. So yeah, I'm excited. Um, so as far as golf goes. Um, there's a lot of things in the game that drive people crazy. There's a lot of things that drive people just just mad as far as love goes. What's some of the things about the golf, golf in general, not just the industry side of it, not the golf course side of it, but just golf in general, what's something that frustrates you with it? We were talking about this. I mean, it's not at the top of my list, but we were just talking about this. I think, uh, you know, when you hit a good shot and it's in the fairway, I think it kind of is uh, unfortunate when you're in a divot. And so, because you did what you were supposed to, you know? And and so it's kind of feels unfair to be punished for that. When you are when you don't do what you're supposed to, you should be punished heavily, right? You miss anywhere, like, it's a fair game. Whatever happens, happens. You didn't do what you were supposed to. But if you stripe one down the middle and you're sitting in a divot, I think, so we were talking about this earlier, I don't think the answer there is to um, let have somebody determine whether or not it's a divot or not. But we were talking about this earlier. I said, you know what? Why not make it like spike marks on the green? They finally got rid of that rule. Basically, there's some slight derivation of it, but basically you can repair anything you want on the green, right? Except for they call it like a natural imperfection. I think you can't repair that, but what the heck is that anyway? Like, basically you can repair anything you want on the green now. You don't have to ask anymore. And I, my, my thing is, why not make it that way on the fairways and just say, look, if you're in the fairway, so you might have to have a judgment if you're in the fairway or not, but even that's pretty clear most it's of the time. Clear. The demarcation 90%. is pretty clear, yeah. If you're in the fairway, you should be able to move the ball two inches 
any direction you want. I don't even care if it's closer to the hole. It's two inches. And you don't have to ask. You don't need another player. You don't need an official. And then if you hit a good ball in the fairway, so I think, I mean, that's always a bummer when that happens. It, it doesn't happen very often. So that's a, that's a bummer. I think, you know, I'm like anybody else. Slow play really drives me nuts. I'm a methodical player. And I look, look at both sides of my putt, and I clean my golf club, and I take a couple practice swings, but I'm not a slow player. And uh, there's nothing worse than sitting on a tee box for 15 minutes waiting for some group. And I'm sorry, but uh, not everybody should play from the blue tees. And, and everybody and their dog is playing from the back tees, and you're watching them hit, and there's no way. You should not be doing that. So you should play the right tee boxes. You should learn how to play ready golf. And so slow play. So nothing really that unique, I guess. Yeah, one of my, my of biggest gripes about slow play is people playing the wrong boxes. Yeah, I, and I, I really check your would, ego, bro. Play, play the box see, you deserve. I'd love to see golf courses not really come out and criticize or chastise people for it, but educate. I think the educating is such a key factor. Saying, hey, look, yeah, we understand you're a man and you want to hit from 6,800 yards, but if you want to enjoy this game and have a good time and come back to where you're having fun. Let's go up and play a box. Let's go well, play a box. Why don't they have a big sign when you pull up that says, if these are the boxes you should play based on how far you hit a driver, and then have the ranges. White tee box is this to this. Blue tee, and have it right there in front of you, right on the first hole, big old letters. And if people want to, you know, it's their right if they don't want to. But I think you're right. A lot of people don't know. It's, that, it's that education. That's, that's my, I think slow play comes down to education. Yep, I agree. Yep, I agree. So okay, those are so on the flip side. Yeah, what's something you absolutely love about the game? So I love that I can play my best and you can play your best, and I can be happy that you won. So whenever I play somebody, I with somebody, I always want them to play their best, always. And uh, if you play your best and you beat me, I am. I'm cool with it. Any other sport that I've played over the years, I'm not cool with it. <laughs> I mean, you play your best basketball, and I play my best basketball, and I lose. I'm not okay with it. But for some reason, golf I has a different. I have a different outlook on it. And so, I'm a competitor. I really want to win. And uh, you know, I don't get me wrong. I want to beat you by a million strokes every time we play. But like I said, I'm not cheering for that. I'm not cheering. For, I want you to play your best. So, and then the other thing that's great is like today, handicaps. Um, you know, back to the basketball analogy. You're six foot six. I'm five foot eight. Like, you probably have an advantage over me in basketball. It's tough for us to compete, right? I mean, I might might steal a ball occasionally from you or trip you or bite your kneecaps or something, but I'm not gonna probably compete. But with golf, we all. I mean, there were six of us today, all totally different handicaps, and we were all able to compete with each other in a really fun way. And there's not, again, not too many sports that you can do that. And so I think that's one of the one of the great things. And then obviously, the gentleman side of it. You know, I love that we shake hands. I love that we take our hat off. I love that there's uh, too much formality sucks, but I love that there's some formality to it mm-hmm. that uh, makes it feel a little different. So anyway, those, there's a lot of other things too, but, but those are some. Let's see. Ryan had another question here. This was a funny one. Cool. Um, <laughs> I like it. Uh, where was it? Oh, yes. If golf was a movie who would play you oh geez I tried uh, to give you it. Yeah. I told him, I said, you want to overlook these questions? He's like, no, go. <laughs> It's good. To, so when I was fat, it would have been Jack Black. So, yeah, so you can see the resemblance from the eyes up, right? So, But I've lost a little weight, so not Jack Black anymore. Um, geez, I don't know, man. Um, I'm going to say Mark Wahlberg because he's a good golfer. Oh, there you go. And, uh, you know, he's kind of short and stocky like me. So there you go. And he reps Travis Matthew well, just like you do. That's right. There you go. Yep, I didn't think about that either. Right on, man. Well, I'm excited to find out who wins. Me too. I I'm can't wait. I'm excited to find out where 
they're going to pick. I can't play. wait. I'm so that, I'm so damn excited. That's going to be like, that's going to be a blast. I know yeah. probably about maybe five or six people that have entered. When do you, what do you think they'd be? I think a lot of people will pick Pebble, but I don't know. I, I, I mean, that's got to be the number. The only thing that stinks about Pebble is we're going to have to wait because their tea times. You can't just book a tea time next week. You got to kind of. So I mean. It's totally fine if they want to do it, but I want to get them out, you know. So if we got to wait three or four months for a tea time or however, I mean, it's I've heard it's up to a six month wait now for a, for yeah, a tea time it there. Can be. Well, I know so, I know you can show up tomorrow, yeah, and play if there's an opening, right? But if you want to reserve a time, can't really so. plan a tea. So anyway, I'll go wherever they like. I said anywhere in the UN, you know, I have access to some private courses. I'm going to tell them about. Mm-hmm. So, but I'll take them anywhere they want. So anyway, I'm I'm very excited what's, for what's somebody. the course on your bucket list that you're looking forward to getting to one day. So I've got a. So this is a really cool story. I've got somebody through Golf Tank that uh, I think can get us onto Cypress Point, which is some. I know some people that have played it, and they say that that it's their favorite golf course on the planet, and. Uh, they they play it ahead of anything else, and so I'm hoping he comes through and and we're able to play that because that would be pretty amazing. So that one's probably right the top there. for me, yeah. But hey, Shadow Creek in Vegas is is right there too, bro. So I'm ready to I'm ready to drop a few bills when you guys are ready to have me down. So yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna have to get out to Shadow. It's yep. way way too much fun. I'm I'm in. So. Anything else you want to throw out there? Um, Love what you guys are doing. It's fun to meet you guys in person. You know, it was it's fun to, playing today. And you know what? You did great with your foot, man. That foot has got a gnarly ass <laughs> scar, and and you got your brace on and stuff. And I thought you hit it great. Your friends are, that came with us were really awesome guys. And so, no, it's just fun to meet you. Thanks for having me on. Right on, man. I appreciate it. Um, everybody, make sure you go check out Golf Tank on Instagram. It's real easy at Golf Tank. Yep, easy to spell, easy uh, to remember, out, right? Check out the giveaway. Uh, stay tuned for more giveaways from him. He's uh, he's quite the uh, the giveaway guy. He loves. He's a he's a huge golf fan. He he wants to incorporate a lot more people into the game, and it was uh, it was a blast getting to play with him today. And I'm looking forward to uh, following you guys and see what you do in the future. You're awesome, Matt. Thanks, Thanks for coming man. on. Appreciate it, bud. All right, Dale. Take see care. You.